Welcome to Struggleberry Crunch, a safe and uplifting space to talk about real adult struggles. Here's your host, Terriana. Hello, Struggleberries. How are you? This is Terriana, your host, and we're back with another episode, of course. In today's episode, I want to talk about the quarter life crisis and how I am navigating that right now. You've probably heard in a few episodes back or in my description that my podcast is the best podcast to explore the flavor of your struggle and navigate your quarter life crisis. And of course, it's great for multiple occasions, but right now in my life, I am going through the quarter life crisis and I feel like I'm at the end of the middle and at the beginning of the end in that situation. And I'm really excited to be vulnerable and share my experience with you and how that has, how I've come to this point. And what brought that on today was literally, I decided to move back to my hometown in Nebraska. And if you're listening to this podcast as of today, which is May 23rd, 2021, um, that's still my plan um, in the next couple months to do so, to move back from California. And things may change. You never know what blessings the universe will present to me that will help be more in alignment with God's will for my life or just my desires. But that's my plan of, as of now. So, and if you've gone through the quarter life crisis or just been in a situation where things don't look like how you thought they were going to, which is every aspect of life, I'm just open to receiving something amazing, whatever form it comes in. So with that being said, I want to talk about the five phases of the quarter life crisis. And I will give you examples through my own experience. But first, the definition of a quarter life crisis is a period of uncertainty, questioning, and intense soul searching during your mid-20s to early 30s. And I believe that you can definitely be catapulted into it in your early 20s as well. Um, But typically it's between like 25 to 35. And I'm currently 27. So still in it, but on a good end of it now. And I want to start talking about that now. So Before I came to California, it was not going well for me. I just graduated from college with a degree that I did not enjoy getting. I knew I didn't want to be in Nebraska. It was just very mediocre to me for the type of person that I am, just colorful soul. I wanted to be somewhere where I can express myself and be applauded for doing so and going beyond my comfort zone to the unknown. I like to travel and be in a place that I feel has possibilities and Nebraska wasn't it for me. So I went and researched how could I get to like another place. I didn't know it was gonna be at California at the time um, but I was getting signs of San Diego, San Diego and I was like it would be awesome for me to start somewhere that is not a huge city not like in LA where it's really busy and I feel like I'll be overwhelmed very quickly. So I was able to find something there um, in my little plan 
to move out and start embark on this this new life of exploration and self-discovery eventually it's a long story but I had to go back home because of just a lot of different things from finances and everything and but I ended up working hard in Nebraska to go back and transfer to the store that I was working at at the time I was working at Whole Foods and I loved it and I and I despised it at the same time it's brought me so many different amazing things in my life and people that I've met from working there when I started working back at that Whole Foods in California I started to enter into phase one of my quarter life crisis like I was officially in it and I knew I was and the phase one of the quarter life crisis is a feeling of being trapped by your life choices feeling as though you are living your life on autopilot and I kind of didn't realize that I was already experiencing that phase when I came back to Nebraska the first time from California uh, because I knew that in my mind, this was a way for me to to feel good about myself, to feel like I'm doing something with my life, to go to this huge place to find myself. And I just, there's something about that type of work that didn't sit right with me, not because it was bad work, it was hard work, but at the same time, it was draining work and it was not fulfilling at all. The only thing fulfilling about it was, the people that I've met at that work. And I highly recommend if you ever are curious about different places and you want to travel, uh, but money, you're still trying to learn how to manifest money into your life. Definitely like go to a reputable place that will allow you to transfer from state to state or has a good rapport with moving people and having to have different experiences. Back to the phase one. It had been about... A couple, I was a couple years in and I was getting so depressed and overwhelmed because at that time I was 23 to well into 25 and I was feeling so embarrassed because I had, I had been searching for this thing that I never found out what it, what it was until now. And I wasn't at the time doing the work to find out what that thing was but I thought that it would just click I thought that like maybe I would just be discovered while I was pushing carts and cleaning up pampers and stuff and my life would change forever like you hear in those stories or I think I was just waiting for life to do the work for me and then someone told me that if you don't make decisions life is going to make them for you and you're not going to like the outcome but it wasn't until I was going home every day with the, the worst anxiety in my chest that I've ever experienced in my life that made me feel like I wanted to throw up every single day and every day I would go into that job I felt sicker and sicker and I was treating people like crap and I was treating myself like crap and I was so angry that I was there it wasn't worth it to me anymore I remember looking out of my window and feeling like I, I I can't do this anymore, but I can't go back home. There's nothing back there for me. I can't do this. I can't do that. I was in this huge victim mentality and I felt so trapped and I was so angry at myself because it had been drilled in me for so long what the true meaning of work was. And it was a job that was recognizable, like a lawyer or a doctor or something that made sense to other people. 
And I never wanted to embark in those types of jobs. I want to do something creative, but that's what was instilled in me. And that's what was told me that I should do get a degree that's more technical. So I'll get a better job and then I'll secure a life. And then once I secure this life that I don't even like, then I can start doing what I love. And that didn't make any sense to me, but I still was, I was afraid of growing and afraid of taking risk. And you say, you're probably like, well, Tariana, you moved to California by yourself, uh, paying all this rent money just to do all that stuff. And you don't like taking risk. That's not considered a risk to me. I wasn't taking the right risk. That, that was just a project. My life had been filled with projects that didn't have any real due dates or they didn't, they didn't turn into something bigger because I learned that lesson later. And I'll talk about that in a little bit, but I didn't know myself and I was so closed in and I was so trapped and there was no one I could talk to. And then I started moving into phase two of the quarter life crisis, which is a raising sense of I've got to get out and the feeling that you can, you can change your life. So I went to the books, started reading um, different books by Brian Tracy, Joe Dispenza, all kinds of different people listening to meditations, like powerful ones. I was on another level of growth. Like I, I couldn't do it anymore. I needed to find a way to get out. And I had to rebuild my mindset that got me there in the first place. And I remember, it's so funny. I remember like telling all these people, even the customers, how miserable I was being there. And everyone just, it's like they wanted me to stay there for the rest of my life. And because of how I made them feel, if I made them feel good, people would literally wait to stand in my line uh, as a cashier just to talk to me tell me about how their week was going their life was going and my perspective on it and that that brought me so much that was the little joy the little big joy that that allowed me to stay there and get through those dark times because I love doing I love talking to people and I love connecting with people and I love that people take what I say seriously and that's I feel I love being heard, feeling heard and connecting and relating. And going back to phase two of the quarter life crisis, I, I, there was a breaking point. I remember I had this breaking point. It was just, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't stand there and be emotionless when people are yelling at me for no reason and they're allowed to express themselves but I'm not allowed to express myself after a while that psychologically gets to you especially if you have a background from that in your home life and you just lose you're gonna lose it on the wrong person and you just know you'll lose it on the wrong person and you're like it's time to get out it is time to go and I remember that I would talk to I had a lot of uh, friends and people that I met that I would ask them about different ways and different careers and just different things. I thought maybe like I just need to explore a new other career or try something new or do something. And I would interview people without them even knowing every day, like just asking all kinds of different things just to find some type of information to help me move to this next level and get out of this level of my life. And push came to shove. I gave my myself a solid month. There was a month I was like, I can't take this anymore. If I don't leave now, I I'm I'm just gonna quit this job. I don't care. I'm like I put the pressure on my my subconscious. Like, girl, if you don't leave now, I'm gonna ruin your life. So I and I don't uh, don't try this at home unless your mindset is super strong. But what I did was this put the fire under me, 
And I gave myself 30 days. I said, if you don't find another job in 30 days, you're, you're quitting regardless. So you better find something if you want to stay here. So about two weeks went by and I was talking to this guy that I met at Whole Foods and he was telling me how it was great talking with people. And he was like, have you ever thought into getting into sales? And I was like, no, I, I never, I don't like sales. I don't do sales. He's like, you sell every day. You sell that your smile, you sell this, these products to people because you love them. What do you love to sell? Like, what do you, what are things that you love that maybe you can get into an environment where you can make commission on things you sell because you love them. And I was like, well, I love just different. I love helping people. I love makeup. I love creativity. I love everything. And I found this job at this place and I was so excited uh, because my pay, my, my pay had doubled. My income doubled in a month because of my mindset. And I was so excited. I was working at this high end place. You can, you can try to guess which place it was, I'm going to say either it was Neiman Marcus, Macy's, Nordstrom, or Saks, somewhere like that. So you can just guess from that pool where I was working, but it literally changed everything for me. I got to upgrade apartments. I went from living in a hotel to a luxury apartment. I was paying about a grand in rent and living downtown and everything just changed for me overnight everything. And my attitude also changed too. I thought I was the best. I thought like, man, like I, I'm doing the, the, the dang thing. And then all of a sudden a couple months come in. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I love this. This is so fun. I'm doing makeup. I'm, I'm learning. Maybe I want to go to school and be a statistician and I'm just, I'm doing so well. And then that feeling set in of feeling lost and confused again is this really what I want to do or am I doing this because it sounds good right now and the money looks good? And I realized during this time, which moved me into phase three from quitting my job at Whole Foods, um, the phase three of the quarter life crisis, quitting my job, relationship or whatever else was making me feel trapped and embarking on the timeout period where you try new experiences to find out who you want to be. I found out through that experience that I was turning into someone that I never wanted to be, but I thought I wanted to be. And I realized that my clothes had changed. My bank account had changed. My living space had changed, but the inside did not change. I was still miserable. I was still unfulfilled. And I still was lacking something that I never thought I would find. This leads me into, we're approaching the next phase. But before we approach the next phase, I just want to mention that the job that I was working at after Whole Foods made me feel like I was getting that feeling again. I was feeling like I was going, I was getting sick every day. I was feeling like I wasn't good enough. And I was feeling like a failure again because even though I was looked as a higher person because of the the job title I had, I I wasn't any better than anybody else. And I wasn't I wasn't any more successful in my heart. This made me feel so like I said, lost. I don't have any other words for it. And it was showing in my work because I I the environment wasn't very good for my mental health. 
And I also, I couldn't focus because I still had this feeling like I, I don't want to work like this. I don't want I want to work for myself. I don't want to work for somebody else. I want to connect with people by myself. And I feel so hard on myself for that. Like, why can't I get into this corporate world? Why can't I just work hard here? Even though I never planned on being there, I felt so stuck all over again. And it wasn't until the pandemic hit that changed and jump started. It changed my quarter life crisis. It, it leveled up my quarter life crisis to actually do something about this feeling for once in my life. And we move into the phase four of rebuilding your life. I, after the the pandemic hit and little did I know that I had lost my job after like six to eight months later that I lost my job. That was a time for me to heal like never before. And I had been in therapy for multiple years, but it was nothing like when I had the time to sit with myself, my thoughts, my actions, and my feelings. And through that is how I realized what I really wanted and what I wanted wasn't wrong. And I, I want to reiterate that to all of you as well. What you want is not wrong. However, you should always ask yourself why you want what you want. And does it serve you to your greater purpose or your desires or your greater good? You are fine the way you are and you do not need to change for anybody else but yourself. Loving yourself is about loving your whole self and not parts of yourself. Because if you ignore one part and uplift the other, you're not a complete person. And what I was trying to get from these jobs, from this travel, from this experience in my life, and now I'll share more stories as I make more episodes because there's so much more to this story that I, don't, I didn't really touch on. But I realized out of all of these experiences, I was just trying to find self-worth, self-love, self-accomplishment. And even though I was accomplishing these little tasks, they weren't really going towards anything in my life. I was just doing it to show myself I could do it. But what was the cost of it? It's like building a house that you're never going to use. And you're never going to tell you're never you're just going to leave it there for looks and not really utilize it to help you grow and be a better person and love yourself more. It's just there. It's just to show that you could. And no one was even questioning if you could or you couldn't. And now that's why I tell you that I am approaching the middle, the the end to the middle of my quarter life crisis and beginning the end. So it's it's that little lag stage because I found something. I found multiple things that helped me be happy genuinely and something that makes me feel like I want to get up. And one of those things is, is life coaching. Through all of the jobs, I had to sit with myself and ask myself, what is my purpose? What energy do I bring into this world? 
that constantly keeps coming up in my life, but I, I never realized it until now. And I said, that's connection and relatability. But if I had to choose it'd be connection, I connect like no other. And I love it. I love it so much. And relatability probably be the next one. I love being able to share experiences with people or getting to hear a new experience and helping them grow from it and listening and helping myself grow from something that I've never experienced before. Genuinely accepting someone for who they are and allowing them to experience themselves and share that experience with you. I've also taken upon myself to explore my other creative mechanisms like acting and I feel like I want to sing again and I, I want to do things that I love and I don't care what the risk is to do it because I'm happy. Yeah, I'm broke, but I won't be for long, baby. I am going to be rich and the richness doesn't stop at the green. It starts in the heart. I'm going to be rich in love for myself. I'm going to be rich in life. I'm going to be rich in anything I can imagine, the abundant abundance means everything. And I want to share it with everybody. I want to fully experience myself and share that experience with others. I am so excited to enter the fifth stage of the quarter life crisis. And that is developing new commitments more attuned to my interests and aspirations. And that's why I'm going back home. I'm happy for the experience and the lessons and the friends and the the everything that I have soaked up from this time in my life. And I don't know what the journey will lead in the next couple of months. It's just my ideas for now. But I think it's time to go back to my roots. Because what you don't repair, you repeat. And I'm excited to do some detailing on my repairs. I've already started the healing process and now it's, it's, it's open. So now it's time to really patch things up so I can truly grow and share my energy with the world. If I could give any advice for the quarter life crisis or any crisis that, or struggle that you're going through, it's to go inward first, feel the emotions, really listen to your body I know this is going to help somebody and I know it's going to turn some gears in your head. And I, I want to let you know that in the beginning, when 20s, 20 to 25, my, the flavor of my struggle was sour, 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 sour. And it, it just, it, it, it was sour and then it got bitter and now it's it's becoming sweet. It's becoming tolerable in a way that I'm not afraid anymore. I'm excited for the next obstacle because I'm going to turn it into an opportunity. So please, Struggleberries, we've talked about the five stages of the quarter-life crisis. And I'm pretty curious, what stage or phase quarter-life crisis are you in? Are you beginning? Are you in the middle? The end? All in between? Please share. Whatever platform this is on right now, I want you to comment and share your experience. Be be polite, but be real. And show love. 
for yourself and for those around you. Until we meet again, Struggleberries, I'll be back soon. Bye.